Okay, shut up. <laughs> the most important change that mm-hmm. the Academy has implemented in the past 10 years is that Best Actress goes second to last. Oh, at, at, at the actual show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yes. they realize that's, that's what, what matters That's what people most. care about. That's what the people who are actually watching the show are watching for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used days. to be Best Director, and now that's before Actor, even. Yeah. Which I think that's offensive. They should put. They should do actor, <laughs> then director. They should do like the National actress. Society of Film Critics and do best foreign language film last. In my oh, opinion. do they really? Yeah, or picture, Wait. or maybe they do documentary last, but picture is never their last award. Uh, I think they do Why it before director too, because it's like honestly, Fun. best picture is sort of the most boring category in my opinion. Because by the time you get there, you know what's you going know what's yeah, going win. Yeah. Well, I mean, la- I mean that's actually not true. Uh, just looking at last year, right? But that's a good point. Woo! But it's Last it's so much more it's so seven. much more fun to see like if your Roger Deakinses are gonna finally win their Oscars in cinematography or if brutalist Russian masterworks are gonna win best foreign language film. Not that I'm even rooting for that, but like I did, I have so much more invested in all the individual races. I think because if Agnes will win her first competitive Academy Award, yeah. oh my god! Well, yes. great place to start. I think like for all the firsts that are, are being Let's announced today. Let's introduce ourselves. Oh. Really quick. <laughs> Well, then, just let me, can I just finish the sentence? Mm-hmm. Anya Svarda received her first competitive Oscar nomination today. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Faces Places on VOD March 6th, 2018. <laughs> Wait, that's after the Academy Awards, isn't it? Is. it? So that it's doesn't like help. It's like two out days. Of... <sighs> she is the oldest nominee this year. One week older than James Ivory. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, hello, everyone. This is Movies IMO. I'm Ben Empey. I'm Daniel Crook. I'm Brandon Kirby. Um, today is the day of the Oscar nominations. We've all been up since 5 a.m. and it is now 9.30 p.m. as we get rolling on this. We're lit. I actually was up at 6 a.m. because I was in a different time zone this Oh, morning. that's right. Yes. Daniel started this day at the Sundance Film yes. Festival. This episode I... really should just be dedicated to your journey to sunset. Sunset? Sunset. Well, I pulled into like... Taking the words right out of my mouth. And I came into LA right as the sun was setting. And most of the day was north-south travel. And as I mm. journeyed west is when the sun was beginning to set. I just got back. I basically drove straight here. Very symbolic. And I'll just say, as a result, I was not on the internet at all today. So I honest, and I have only I watched the nominations video and that's it. So I'm probably going to be catching up on some of these uh, nominations I wasted as my we go. entire day on the internet creating fire content if I, <laughs> if I do say so myself yeah, i mean i was pretty that's the thing day. to do if you've got access to the computer. i i've been pretty vocal about fandom thread on twitter but i have kept it fairly reserved for you on facebook mm-hmm. and today you kept, it, today you you kept it small enough to fail but now today. it's the big sick. have you seen six time academy award <laughs> nominated film including and let's picture. get this out of the way every fandom single thread. person that came in to meet my boss have you seen Six Time Academy Award nominee <laughs> Phantom Thread yet? <laughs> I, have, I just have to get this off my chest. It, I'm partly just being like a spoiled kid on Christmas who gets 10 amazing gifts but doesn't get like the motorized like, you know, Range Rover that you can drive mm-hmm. around the block on. I'm overjoyed about Phantom Thread's six nominations because I think we were all expecting one, two, three. Maybe three. Maybe I think three. three tops, yeah. Um, I expected four. Because you thought Greenwood okay. was going to get in? I did. I, did. Uh, I didn't. I mean, it makes sense. Like, this is the score that would play most into the Academy. Like, yeah. But, like, There Will Be Blood is probably the best film score of the last 25 years. Anyway, 
six nominations is not enough. Like, if they were going to go in and give it Best yeah. Picture and Best Director and not screenplay... It's interesting and not the cinematography. Didn't Paul Thomas there. Anderson should have received four nominations today for mm-hmm. cinematography, writing, directing, and picture. Yeah. I don't want to complain. I'm, I'm so excited that we, you know, we, the three of us, we did it. We got Phantom Thread <laughs> into the Best Picture and Best Director. We did it, kids. I, mean, I can't no, stop crying. No one... I don't think anyone saw this coming. Director and picture for Phantom no. Thread. Nobody saw it. Was it was right under our noses the whole time. I mean, I definitely have said on the podcast that, and been pointed out, this might have been because of the audiences I saw it with, but I did not think Phantom Thread was going to land. I thought, no. we, I thought, I thought that, everyone I saw it with loved it, including old people, and I knew that Annapurna was only sending screeners to the Academy, Yeah, but I still didn't think it was happening. Like, in terms of late in the game contenders i thought post was going to be more of a splash then. yeah and post came out with two there i mean meryl was probably the fifth uh actress slot I, it, it was yeah this close to getting one nomination mm-hmm. yeah in the uh or i was gonna say in the extremely loud and incredibly close position but yeah. max von Sydow actually got a nomination That's for true. that movie oh god i forgot about that um, Can we start at the beginning? Yes. So Let's start we're gonna at the very beginning. go in the order of how they were announced. How Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. This morning, and so uh, we're starting Caesar with the Ape production design. Am I going to read them, or are we just going to talk? about No, them? we're just going to talk about. Them. I, I'm sorry, nine. This should. Why didn't Phantom Fred get a nomination for production design? Yeah, well? that's yeah, wild. that's pretty wild. Okay, production design. Wow, I can't Beauty believe and the Beast. I am surprised that <laughs> bad place to start. Um... <laughs> I'm only not surprised that The Shape of Water. No, I guess, I mean, it makes no, sense. No, I am too, considering it got all these other tech awards and not... So it's Shape design. of Water, Blade no, Runner, Dunkirk, Beauty oh, and the Beast, did. Darkest oh. Hour. No, I'm saying that's the only one. The other four, I'm kind of like, they're such VFX heavy. Yeah. Except Dunkirk, which is just naturalism. Right. So yeah. I'm like, I mean, we we are we willing to admit that Darkest Hour got the nomination purely because of all the pieces of white paper they threw up in the air? I haven't like, seen it yet. Probably. But I mean, sure. So, like, <laughs> some of the, like, the ward chamber uh, sets are cool. They look lived in. But, like, you know, I've seen upstairs, downstairs shit before. I've seen right. The Crown. Like, it's nothing new. I um, love The Crown. Yeah, I don't Shout I don't out to Claire Foy's the Crown. The Crown is great. SAG Award. Um, I, she beat the Scientologist. Mm-hmm. These, yeah, production design nominations are kind They're of so stupid. They're kind of boring. Um, Blade Runner, I, I think, you know, we we ragged on Blade Runner. I think Runner, Shape of Water wins this category. Yes. yes. Well, I think, I, you know, let's well, get this off, yeah. off our chest. I think Shape of Water is going to clean the fuck up. I do too. Yeah. I think it might win, like, sound mixing. I would love to see Sally win. At this point where we are, where it is clearly the front runner, yeah. I would love to see Sally also So win. I... My silver lining for three billboards receiving picture, director, like, in my head, leading before the nominations, like, I had gotten used to the idea that three three billboards was not only going to clean up in the nominations, but was going to win picture and actress. My silver lining was that that just never happens. And we talked about that on our three billboards episode. Like, the best actress winner is never in the best picture winner. And that's kind of cool, you know? But now we have a chance for it to be, for an actually good movie. Yeah. Uh, for Shape of Water and Sally Hawkins. But anyway, really production don't. design. For a jaw-dropping performance. I mean, I, Did I, I say I, that word right? I jaw, said, jaw-dropping? I think I said jaw-dropping. Draw-drawer-dropping. <laughs> it is a drawer-dropping performance. <laughs> I don't think Sally Hawkins wins. I'm just putting that I out know. there. I know. I think that, I mean, Ben made <laughs> this just, prediction earlier today. I think you might be getting a little ahead of yourself. But I think that it's more likely now than yes. it was before. I just well, yeah. want to throw my weight against someone other than Fran. And I, I mean... Not Sersha? I feel like the 13 nominations She's next year. means Sally's the safe bet. 
You know what I mean? I still uh, I still think Fran is going to pick this up. No, I, for sure. I mean, the safe bet for an upset. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I think that's right. Over Sersha I still think point. Sersha has the, the advantage over Sally. I think that... Um, Look at us trying to go in order and we go immediately, immediately to Best Actress. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let's 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 dial it back. Okay, production design. Who cares? When I saw Beauty and the I Beast care. and Darkest Hour, I wanted to kill myself. Remember how drunk we no, were you didn't. Beauty and the yes, Beast? Yes, I did. You said you liked Darkest Hour. No, no, no. I mean, when I saw the nominations. Oh, yeah. And yes, Ben, we got very drunk before seeing So Beauty I don't the remember Beast. the production design of Beauty and the Beast, really. I'm I, sure I just was... remember Audra McDonald singing in the final shot of the film. While holding a dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whilst so holding a pup. You I... blacked out the rest of it? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I blacked out... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, great. Moving on. <laughs> I had so much more to say. to say. Yeah. Wow. What there, what's there to say? Uh, what's there to say? Well, well now we'll say. never know. No. I'm taking it to my grave. Okay, so to my water. A lot of repeats graves. here. I was annoyed Everything that Darkest it... Hour got a cinematography yeah. nod. I thought that is very, very boring. Shout out to... Wait, are we on... Oh, I'm sorry. Cinematography. Shout Darkest out... Hour got a cinematography I nomination? Know. I'd it's like to shout out fan of the podcast, Jordan Baker, who has tweeted like once a day for the past week. Only six more days until Darkest Hour gets a cinematography nomination. <laughs> it's like you can just imagine the DP like setting up the shot and before every single take yelling, more smoke! Like, it's just, it's so lazy. And and yeah, like the, the, the chamber where the, the papers get thrown, like that Yeah, give me a break. Oh, and it's also like, the nomination. you know what? I actually, I, I'm perfectly willing to shit on Darkest Hour, a movie that I think is fine. Yeah, but, I would even but venture you know, to say it's pretty good. Ooh, well, pretty. pretty good. The thing about Darkest Hour <laughs> is it is across the board broad. Like the Oldman performances, yes. like Overbaked Tam, lot so many pieces of paper thrown in the air. Like it's uh, all just Lily, like blah, 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 blah. Lily Collins or whatever her name is. Sea cell, sea cell, by the sea cell. Lion's mouth. <laughs> His jaw was literally jiggled. He's like, <laughs> do it again. He's motor. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, more paper. What I, what I was gonna say. I'm sweating. But <laughs> so is Gary Oldman in Darkest <laughs> Hour. <laughs> the Darkest Hour cinematography is also broad. I'm thinking about the moment where Churchill is like blackout drunk and about to give a speech, and he's like sweating, and he's like marking up the speech with his pencil. Oh, and the and, red and light, the, and then the red light that signals that we're recording goes on, and then all of a sudden the inter- like a big red gel goes on top of uh, on top of all the lights, like, yeah. and it's just like all in red, and it is visually striking, but it's just like obvious. there's nothing subtle. I, I don't even know if it's obvious. There's just nothing subtle about it. Yeah. The whole movie is just... What, I mean, for a movie and, that is so loud, it's a such a boring movie. What we do need to talk about I just is cinema. Say, sure. That the other four nominees are great. Yes. The the number one so let's start nominee that. is Rachel Morrison for Mudbound. First, first woman ever nominated for the Cinematography Award. This mm-hmm. category is so important this year because of that. Mm-hmm. When when that happened, I whooped and I hollered. It will be yeah, the Roger Deakins year. Bed. You know what? I'm not so sure. Um, I, I'm actually, no, 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 no. I think Dunkirk still. I, I, I mean, I'm, Gun- Dunkirk is just so fucking beautiful. I might be so... So beautiful? I mean, yes. The, I, I'm just surprised to hear you give a... Not, not just a genuine compliment, but a big compliment. It's fucking beautiful. Okay. I've been thinking about when we talked about Dunkirk last week for a whole week, and I would like to respond, and I'm never going to say something qualitative about Dunkirk for the rest of the Are we allowed to respond, or is this like yeah. your, your platform, your truth? I mean, you can respond, but then I won't respond back. Okay. <laughs> 
guess. The quote I wish I had handy, ready to throw from the Bible <laughs> when <laughs> to throw up in the air like yeah. the darkest hour papers is um the mountain roared and emitted a mouse. It's yes, the craft is amazing. Yes, it's beautiful, blah blah blah. It means nothing yes. to me. I didn't have that quote, but that's basically what I was saying last week. Okay. Like, when it comes to just sheer technical achievement and spectacle, I was so glad that Brandon had it on his list because it just has to get, you know, we can't but be... But see, a I ma- would say that it doesn't matter because, of, like, because it's a mouse. I don't it know. is a mouse to me. I think it's like a king rat. Um... <laughs> Costume design. No, no, I'm, I am not even close to being done with this category, Brandon. All I want to say last after this about this category is Phantom Thread and Call Me by Your Name were robbed. Yes. Yeah. Well, Call yes. Me by Your Name got like one nomination. I mean, I'm happy. Four, to, yeah. I'm happy. I know, but that's it got like four. But when you think about what a sensual experience that film yeah, is, yeah. Let's talk about that movie in November when it and if the rollout was correct, it could have nabbed like. Six at least. Yeah, I mean, I I think that Sony Pictures Classics um, screwed the pooch. Yeah, I think they have bungle. I think they have great taste in terms of what they acquire, and they're probably going to win foreign language film with a fantastic woman. But I just, I just don't understand. Do you think over Loveless? I do. Yes, I don't think Loveless is the front. I think the committee saved Loveless. I think it's Square. I don't think the committee saved a fantastic woman. Fantastic Woman is a crowd pleaser. I, oh. Loveless, I mean, I think most people feel the way you felt about Loveless. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's a front run. I think it's in, uh, in, Square or Fantastic Woman. And even the Square, I don't I really... Mean, you guys haven't seen The Insult yet, but it's... Oh, yeah. That's oh. just like the easiest movie but that I've ever seen. But it's interesting. This category, <laughs> the winners have gotten really good the last few years. We had Ida, we had Son of Saul, like challenging shit. Yeah, um, and it usually is the best... Film that wins. Well, no, no, no. well, it is now. It's like back to but like it used the seventies. But it, yeah, when you get uh, discreet charm of the bourgeoisie, which we'll talk about look, next oh, week. Four yes. Fellini movies. But what one yes. last year? One. Wasn't it something? No, last year it was. Um, it was the salesman. It, which is a great which is film. Perfectly respectable. I mean, Tony Erdman yeah, yeah, yeah. should have won, but the, the salesman is brilliant. Yeah. But anyway, this is. I was. I was just gonna say. Um, the Academy used to give foreign language uh, film to weird, like, um, pandery, like, mm-hmm. movies like Departures. Like, mm-hmm. not great cinema, but stuff that everyone can just agree, like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. And they're making more audacious, bold picks as of late, which actually bodes well for The Square and that... <laughs> we're still on cinematography. But, like, the, the, the Square might be able to have enough people who watch it. And, like, I didn't totally get it, but I loved the scene where the monkey man is, you know spilling champagne and jumping mm-hmm. on the tables and so that seemed like great art to me and then you get people <laughs> who are like oh I love its critique of the art world and the way that There's it, so it, much it mingles with it. capitalism and the mm-hmm. 1% and how it's all sort of a big fucking joke like you actually could pull votes from both sides so maybe right. the square is in contention yeah I think um, it's that or I think that Deacons is probably going to win uh, I, the reason why I said earlier that I wasn't sure is when I was driving down today and I had 10 hours in the car to think about this I didn't know that Blade Runner got a production design nomination. Did it get like VFX or sound or something? Yeah, too? it got a bunch. It, that's the yeah. thing. It got a. a I'm, I'm seeing now. Awards. It got five. a bunch. It got five nominations. Because I was wondering if tech, Deacons yeah. was going to be the only nomination, right. but actually, people saw the film and they respect the craft behind it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this could be Deacons' year, and that's, right. that's that would be great. Exciting. Yeah. I think that is the most worthy. Because the thing the that's we like the thing that's weird about the craft nominations is on talk. the ballot it doesn't say the name of who did it it just says the movie yep and so it like really has to stand that's on why, the movie that's why Sam Smith won an Oscar right because people saw the James Bond movie and yeah. the last time there was a James Bond movie it was, it was Adele, Adele doing Skyfall 
So like, oh right, that those are the really good songs now. Right. Yeah. And that's how Sam Smith became the first gay man to ever win an Academy <laughs> Award. Uh, costume design. Costume design. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Mark Bridges. Yes. Um, Victorian Abdul. Stephen Frears. We've had this conversation of who is Stephen Frears and who is Stephen Daldry the other day because Brandon didn't know which was which. <laughs> I think. I mean, I got so confused. Stephen Frears is making these terrible like. Right down the middle, like historical movies. Stephen Frears has made three of the greatest films of all time: My Beautiful Laundrette, Dangerous Liaisons, and The Grifters. Yes, and we could even put a High Fidelity. It's pretty fucking great. And Philomena is good. I Philomena is delightful. Philomena is not one of the greatest movies ever no. made. <laughs> it's a fucking but it's joy. lovely. Once you get past the and first, and it's a gay movie too. It's delightful. It is a gay. Don't movie. forget, it's a gay. It like has my favorite things: gay and coven. Judy Dench. One well, and Dame Judy Dench, of course. Academy Award winner Dame Judy Dench. I think Philomena is fine. I love Philomena. I know. I can't <laughs> believe that you don't like it. Okay. There are some amazing, amazing sick Philomena Burns in the trip to Spain. Um, you saw it, right? Ben? I didn't. I've only and you seen didn't the first see trip. it. But I remember you. You, you brought this up. There's before. yeah. There's some sick Philomena Burns in, yeah. in the trip to Spain. Um, I mean, all of these are obvious nominees. I'm happy. Phantom Thread should win. I think Shape of Water wins? No, 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 no. Victoria? I have it's no idea. Hard. I think that Phantom Thread wins. It's uh, hard to say what is I mean, the most is... opulent usually wins. I, I right. think it is Phantom Thread. Yeah, it actually could it's, it's opulent, it's a period piece, and, and it's volume, too. Yeah, it yeah. is about fashion. Think about, like, the, yeah. didn't the young Victoria win Best Costume Design? I think that's probably. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think you're right. I think Phantom, because it is the, thing the, thing the most. The Duchess did. The Duchess did. The thing about this category is it's, it's honestly not just quality, it's quantity mm-hmm. as well. Like, it doesn't matter if you've designed the best. Like, for Shape of Water, like, Eliza's uniform it, right. is so perfect. Um, but there's, like, three costumes in the it's, whole movie. And it's not billowing gowns. Right, yeah. Aretha Franklin, beautiful gowns, dot gif. Um, Sound editing and mixing. All right, so we've got all the same nominees We're here. All, oh, yeah. All five for the first time in the history of the Academy Awards. Is that all, true? All five overlapped. I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about that. It, to me, that just means that people are getting lazy. So here is my... I'm doing Dorinda arms. <laughs> I thought they were Liza directing um, air traffic arms. No, I was doing Dorinda. Dorinda arms. Clip, 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 clip. Um, I think there should still only be one sound award, Oof. and they award both the editor and the mixer because the human beings voting don't know the difference. Yeah. And and every year they try in the presenting to, to explain how they're different and nobody ever learns. I think you have to I just do best sound. But here's I mean we're both. If if we're saying that we that we we don't distinguish them because the voters are too stupid to understand the nuance of sound. I don't how, even... how are they gonna do much better if there's one category? You know, then I feel like they'll just vote for the loudest movie, and then you. Well, that's always they already anyway. vote for the loudest movie. <laughs> but didn't movie. didn't Social Network get nominated in sound mixing? Probably. Well, that's yeah, because, a movie like that doesn't get nominated anymore, though. The people that uh, if you were to combine the categories, because the people that uh, the people that know what they're doing nominate, but then the the layman's yeah, yes, don't know the plebes. The plebes don't know the <laughs> that's difference. That's what the P and A and P A S stands for. Plebes between. It's really easy though. It's sound mixing is. Production sound, sound editing is post-production sound. It's very simple, and they always like. Oh, that's very. Easy they really explain. complicate it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've always thought the easiest way to describe it is that um, sound editing is the sound, and sound mixing is the way that all the sounds come together. 
That's not correct, though. It's the on-set sound mixer that gets the sound mixing award. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's traditionally how the Academy explains it. Yeah. Right. I just is, don't understand why that's not who actually land. gets awarded. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, I don't that know. That explanation mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. That's fine. I just don't think that we need to uh, play to the lowest common denominator. I just think it would be easier. One less category. We'd end the show five minutes sooner. <laughs> okay, best sound editing doesn't take five minutes. All the same sound people get up there. I just... You don't separate compositions and lighting. And not not also, the same thing. Not the same thing. Composition and lighting, that all ultimately falls under the DP. Sound editing and sound mixing, those are two completely different departments. That's true. There's not, it's not the same supervisor. It's not the same vision. That's fair. It is just the same effect on the It's the viewer. same medium. It is the same medium. I think it should be one award. Well, I don't agree with that at all. Um, I think well, we should be spreading the wealth. I think, I, think, I think we should be encouraging people to learn a little bit more and, and believe. I think we should combine them and add a casting Academy Award. Yeah, how about that? I think that we, we should add a casting, a casting anyway. Yeah. But, but I mean, I think that... Uh, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm being a hypocrite because I don't actually trust the Academy to make the right choice for that category either. That's um, just how the Academy Awards are. It's true. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Sound. Well, so are we going to make predictions? I mean, Dunkirk. Oh, Dunkirk wins both. I mean, that's not necessarily I think Dunkirk wins both. Okay, great. But would love for Baby Driver to win one. Um, it would be fun. Sure, yeah. maybe. Would love for Baby Driver to win Best Editing. Baby Driver makes more sense for sound editing. Oh! I agree. What? Huh? Sound editing. And then I think Dunkirk should win sound mixing. All right, folks. What's next? Um, Visual effects. Not nominated. The Shape of Water. Which is very interesting. But kind of makes sense because it is mostly mostly makeup. It's practical except for the fish. Yeah. And even the fish is, is a lot of makeup. Yeah. Still, you'd think it, it got like so many nominations. That I know. They just throw them this as it well. It would have tied the most nominations ever so, had it gotten the yeah. nomination. I think that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 gets in because of that bullet dance number. Oh, yeah. When it, that red bullet That's or whatever a great moment. Dan- dances through the, yeah. the spaceship. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of into Kong Skull Island. I didn't see that. I did not like that movie. I thought it was. I just fun. think this is the eight movie. If the visual it's of gonna be oh, monkey to lose. I think I think the monkey movie wins. Yeah, I mean those visual effects are absolutely insane. Yeah, they should let Andy Serkis accept that award. I'm going to pretend <laughs> yeah. that Star Wars: The Last Jedi was nominated for visual effects for the red in Snoke's yeah. chamber, since yes. it did not get the production design nomination, yeah. which it should have. It was robbed. Definitely robbed. Ooh, um... All right. Film editing. Oh, my favorite award. I, Tanya... My favorite award to talk about. I, Tanya. With the, its second Did, did its the Los Angeles nomination. Film Critics not give I, Tanya their editing prize this year? I mean, this did not totally surprise me. To me, this guaranteed the Best Picture nomination that didn't end up I thought so, yeah, too. Yeah, I was very surprised. So, and I thought Baby... I was like, oh my god, is Baby Driver gonna get it? No, that just, just seemed like it's just, just a panache What's yeah. fascinating about this... Um, I mean, I guess three of the five nominees are Best Picture nominees, but film editing has always been the category you look to to see what's going to win Best Picture. Yeah. But um, there's, there is that one year where, like, Born Ultimatum wins. Well, and you also have Dress, well, well, uh, wins Girl with the Dragon Tattoo winning. Doesn't have any correlation. It's just you have to be nominated oh, for Best Editing. Sure, right, yes. right, right, To win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why we are Shape down to... Shape of Water is going to win. Yeah, it's a Shape of Water because it's the only one that gets director 
editing and writing. Yeah. How many noms did Dunkirk get? Seems like a lot. Uh, I, I think it's six. Oh no, it was the second oh, nominated eight. film. Yeah. Eight, and then three billboards. I mean, seven. I don't think Dunkirk is going to win best picture or best director. I don't either. But I do think that this is a pretty strong showing for a movie that we've all completely written off in the big races. Just saying. I mean, it's a very technical movie, and so it's going to clean up in the tech this, awards. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge won this award last year. Let's not forget. Right. Mm-hmm. A, a random, like, Baby Driver could win yeah. this year. And, like, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo won because everyone knows that Fincher's editors are just the best, period. Yeah. Didn't they win for The Social Network, too? Mm-hmm. They won two years in a row. Love that. So, Get Out and Lady Bird not being in this oh, category. Oh, Get Out didn't get nominated. No. Which, that's the so most... That's, oh, that that's is... That's the death blow. That that's, is surprising. That's the most egregious. Fucked up. Uh, that that get out is missing from film editing, like horror. Like is editing's key to that comedy movie. and horror. Yeah, and, and they give Itania the comedy timing. Editing. Yeah, I mean that's Jesus. also Itania. It's not a poorly cut film. Um, yeah. I mean we talked about how we think it sort of drags at a certain point, so it would not be anywhere near my ballot. But it got the nomination because it's compressing like the the narrative and that fake documentary footage. Mm-hmm. That's why it got the nomination. And you're cutting between like different realities, basically. That yes, exactly. It's just like burr, 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 burr. it's just why so much footage to compress. Is three billboards there? <laughs> Especially if since it didn't get the best director nomination. Who edited like that movie? Was it edited of, of any? Like I get the other four. Yeah, I don't love three of those movies. No, I like Baby Driver fine, but I don't get why three billboards. Is it there. doesn't make sense. Nothing about the movie is get out slot. Everything in that movie is too much. I'm just the like, writing is too much. The performances are. I'm just like like the, well, Abby Cornish's accent is too much. Part of the mm. thing that Thelma Schoonmacher talks about, she's Martin Scorsese's editor. If people don't know who that is, she talks about that the point of editing is you pick the right take. You know what? Performance wise, mm-hmm. yeah. And <laughs> Three Billboards to me does not fit. Yeah, this bill. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, fun anecdote: I was listening to the. Uh, DGA's podcast on my way over here, which I, a friend of mine has been trying to get me to listen to, and I just started I didn't it. Know they have one. It's fantastic. It's just interviews from DGA screenings. That's so fun. But it's obviously with the director of the screened film, but then the moderator is always a different director. So I was listening oh, to great. Steven Spielberg and Patty Jenkins that's on my way over great. here talking Ooh. the post. And Spielberg talks about how in the first meeting scene between uh, Meryl and Hanks, uh-huh. um, that he, he spent an entire day on that scene, like covered the hell out of it. Mm. And in the first cut, he used a lot of the coverage. And then he realized there's no need to cut when you have Streep and Hanks like right. going off one another. That's why it's all told in that single shot. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, he was basically saying that like when you make a cut, you are editorializing, which right. is accurate. And he was like, I wanted the audience to like make their own choices. But also the performances were so good. Like there's no reason why you need to cut. Yeah. yeah. Every editor I know says they try to start start with one and you only cut if you have to. Yes. Like that's most of their That's method. why I was not a good editor in film school because you want Yes. Want this it. from this and this from this. I'd be like, I think we should use an insert shot. Yeah. Which is the worst choice you can make. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it's just baffling to me that Three Billboards gets in here and misses director. Um like yeah. I was I was expect yeah. I was expecting that nomination, but I was also expecting it to still be the front runner after right. the nomination. Right. Right. Um, okay, let's move on. Makeup. Darkest uh, Hour, Victorian Abdul and Wonder. 
I mean, I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> I just, I think Darkest Hour wins. Darkest Hour wins of Gary Oldman's makeup. It's, Even though I'm not literally... convinced it's a good job. I mean, I think it looks like the waterlogged zombie in season two of The Walking Dead when they find a zombie at the Holy bottom of a well. Shit, he does look. like That's that. what he looks like. That's really funny. Yeah. No, that's literally what he looks like. It's gonna win the oh. same awards oh. that the Iron Lady won. Yes. It's Isn't gonna win funny? what? The same awards that the Iron Lady won. Oh God. The acting award. This is the this, makeup award. When you brought up uh, Judy uh, in Victorian Abdul and then um, bring up the Iron Lady, I, I don't know why, but my mind is going to Kate Blanchett and Elizabeth the Golden Age going, I, I too can, can command the wind, sir! I say that every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day of your life. Literally every day. <laughs> I think it's going to Darkest Hour. Um, it's weird the Shape of Water is not here. It is. Yeah, that's bizarre. Um, well, anyway, we are now on the Leslie Manville Award for Best Supporting Actress. Nice. Yes, here we are. This um, was a very exciting category, except I'm upset personally about... Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter, and yeah. I am also upset about Hung Chow, but I under also understand that not everyone can get in. I'm very thrilled with who did get in. Yeah. yeah. I wish there was seven slots. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Downsizing, but... I do. I would have voted for Hong Chao over Octavia. Love yeah, Octavia. Likewise. She's yeah. a great Can't actor. Can't complain about her ever getting a nomination, even right. if it's for the same performance. She would, or for the same role, basically, yeah. every time. Some She wouldn't have been in my top five. Um, it's just um, it's just very disappointing when you think about how Hong Chao was completely ignored on the Golden Globes red carpet. So, like, mm-hmm. And she has been, like, she was like Mila Kunis in that she got Globes and SAG. And she's been around. Like she's been. She had the Cameron Diaz and being John Malkovich trajectory. She That's a better every, example. Oh. Every nomination except the Oscar. Yeah, but the thing yeah. about Cameron Diaz doesn't get the nomination because people don't take her seriously. Correct. With with Hong Chao, I mean, it's ultimately probably because she's in a movie that nobody likes. Right. I think that's what it is. But I don't know. I, I, this slight doesn't sit well with me. Um, yeah. I mean, but, a- Asian uh, Asian American actors never get nominated for these yeah. awards. Um, and it's a bummer because she's truly amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think I do think it was between her and Leslie Manville. I think they were competing for that fifth slot. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I mean, I think Phantom Thread broke late. Yeah, yeah. And but I'm not so sure that Octavia. If if people had seen The Shape of Water and Phantom Thread around the same time, I think Leslie would have gotten more votes because she's she's showing strength even getting in like this at the last minute. Yeah, Octavia. I mean that performance has been around for months now. Right. She's frankly kind of lucky to get in, but also I guess it is to be expected because now the Academy just you know nominates her every time. Yeah. That's interesting. And I'm not complaining. No, she's no. great. No. It's a good category, but there's still oh I, some I, sadness. I I should looking at these nominees. Um, you know, because Laurie Metcalf and Allison Janney, that's the main story here. But I'm thrilled to pieces that Mary J. Blige made it in at the last minute. Yeah. Mary yeah. J. Blige, a two-time Oscar nominee as of today. Yeah. She's the first Insane. person to ever be nominated in original song and an acting category in the same year. And Or at least supporting actress. She's the first actor to be nominated for a film directed by a woman of color. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Which, which is, is very cool. Which is great. And sad that it took 90 years. She she is the first performer to ever be nominated in this category for not saying a single word in her entire performance. And you're moved because of what's going on in her head. Oh, I love her. I love her. Um, I, just, right. I would like to say I've just accepted Allison Janney. 
And yeah, you know, I'm just she's so good as in, in everything else. <laughs> no, she, I, I think she's no, I know she's great in this, but it's just I don't want her to win for this. I just, no. I just she, don't understand, Brandon. Well, it's like what you said. It's like Allison Janney's going to do this again. Laurie Metcalf will not. Laurie Metcalf's never going to be in a movie again. Correct. Right. That's yeah. what it, that's what I meant with that tweet. A lot of people took it as like a metaphorical thing. But really, I mean, Laurie Metcalf will not do a movie again, especially because of the way that the Oscar process is. She has yeah. hated every second of the awards She campaign. only wants to act. She's not interested in this part. She said, oh, Mark Maron, I didn't want people, and they assigned me people. <laughs> she hates it. Yeah. yeah she Great like, interview, by the way, mm-hmm. that Mark Maron interview. And she's clearly just like... Probably immediately after Lady Bird, she was like, I had such a great time with Greta. I would love to do more movies. And now I bet she's like, nope. And now I'm going to go I'm win going a Tony to doing a Doll's House part two. Yeah, she was like on her way to like rehearsal when like, she's doing she was Glenda like giving Jack. her... Marion is dead. <gasps> I'm Nora now. I haven't gone back to New York since I moved there, but she and Glenda Jackson are doing an Edward Albee, so I will be Which returning. we learned on the podcast. <laughs> I will be returning um, to the show. Yeah. I mean, so many people have brought this up by now, but we have to mention it. This is going to be a year where the four acting winners are actors whose work I have loved over the years. And I would, like, any other year, I would be going, you know, wild. Like, yeah. hog fucking wild that Allison Janney is going to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Rockwell's going to win an Oscar. Actually, I don't I don't know. I like Oldman, but... I don't I'm... think I've ever actually seen a Gary Oldman movie. He's, like, well, I remember... I didn't when... see Tinker Dark. Taylor. He's great in Tinker Taylor, but what? I mean... When he gets the Tinker okay. Taylor nomination, the narrative then was that Dark, it was overdue. See, in Dark Knight, isn't yes, that? that's right. He's outstanding. In He's the in okay. I was like, wait, that's him, right? I've yes, always, I've right. always thought that he should have been nominated with Heath Ledger. But um, you He's know, good this is you know a conversation completely divorced of uh, his spousal abuse. Um, but uh, and then Frances McDormand, who I have gone, I have gone as her for Halloween before. Like, I I love Frances McDormand. Like, I wrote my college essay about Frances McDormand and Fargo. But you know, all of Kitteridge got me through some of the darkest times in my life. I would just sit and rewatch it in bed while I was depressed. I've seen it so many times. Alf Kitteridge is one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my Correct. entire it's life. The best movie of 2014. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> um. Anyway, no, yeah, I I completely agree. It's I love all these folks who are. I think all the SAG and Gold Globe winners will all four repeat at the Oscars. I don't think we're in for any surprises in the acting categories. Wouldn't it be great if Leslie Manville pulled a Marissa Tomei? Or, or a Marsha Gaharden? I mean, chances are there's going to be at least one. And I think if there's one, Metcalf. it's going to be it's going to be Saoirse over We all Francis. have a different opinion on this. I think it's On which Jim, award Lady Bird's going to win? No, or? on which, if there's an upset in the acting categories. Where it's so you think be? it's Saoirse? I think it, if there's one, it's going to be you Saoirse. You think it's Laurie? I think it's Laurie because I don't think Saoirse is an upset. I think it's thing. Daniel Day-Lewis if there's an upset. Interesting. Ooh. That, that could happen. love that. It's his last movie. The backlash against Oldman is starting. I, I mean, I don't know if it can be stopped. I don't know either, but that's the only thing I can foresee. Yeah. Personally. Um, it'd be cool, to, if, yes. cool if Manville surprised here. Um, it would. I just don't. Anyway, supporting right, actor. Let's keep going, y'all. All well, right. Um, Christopher Plummer got this job two months ago. And good for him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, Christopher Plummer's. I love Christopher Plummer. Uh, that's a crazy story. But I mean, we, it's pretty cool. But we no. Yes, but that's the nomination is for the crazy story. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a fucking bar anecdote. Mm-hmm. Like 
Christopher Plummer got nominated for an Oscar for doing a party trick, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, all the more power to him. But, you know, Stolberg didn't get in. Wasn't predicting him. He probably wasn't even in sixth place. It was probably Steve Carell for Battle of the Sexes. No. He got the Globe and the SAG nomination. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't agree. He, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. He got the precursor support. Stolberg was completely ignored. Hammer. It, I think it probably went Carell, Hammer, Stolberg. No, I don't think. I don't think Carell was. He that got. High. N- okay. All right. There's, There's I mean, no love for that movie anywhere else except for his Golden Globe and SAG nomination. Nah. Just I mean, there's no need to litigate this. He didn't get anywhere else. Doesn't mean that the Academy doesn't love Michael Stolberg. I'm. You know. They've never nominated him. They don't love Michael Stolberg. That's true. He does get repeatedly <laughs> snubbed. Yeah. <laughs> they they just, don't love him. I guess I just hear people talk about him all the time who, like, would vote for him. Are they in the Academy? Yes, that's what I mean. Well, you know cool Academy members, then. <laughs> we should have them on the pod. Um, Not that I care how he feels as anything, but, like, it's fun to think, like, does Spacey know? Of course Spacey knows. Like, Spacey, I mean, of course he Spacey knows, but watched like, at 6 but, o'clock this morning. Yeah, okay, so do you think that, like, Spacey watched and is, like, super, like, just, like, brooding in his, yes. like, apartment? Might, I think he is speaking he to a so, camera that is mansion. not there in a South Carolina drawl. <laughs> like, I can, my nomination. I cannot, I couldn't even imagine how fucking pissed off he is. It's so I love it. The same way that I love like the way that the MRA folks are up in arms about uh, Star Wars: Star Last Wars. Jedi. I uh, am yeah. living for Kevin Space being upset about this. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see the movie. I'm going to go see it now. So I'm, I'm I am seeing it, but I am still seeing it for Michelle Williams. Sure. Yeah. Um, I've only been interested in seeing it for Christopher Plummer. I wondered if Ridley Scott was going to surprise in Best Director for the same reason that Christopher Plummer got this I nomination. No one likes him. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, but. You know, we just agreed, I think, that Christopher Plummer got the nomination because yeah. he pulled it out of a hat at the I last think, minute. Um, I think director was too strong for him to sneak in. All right, so... Um, Best w- w- We haven't even... No, we're still on the supporting act. We're not even close. We haven't even... We've only <laughs> talked about one of them. <laughs> and it's the okay. least interesting of the five. Uh, Woody Harrelson is amazing. He shouldn't be here because he's not amazing in this. Uh, oh god, yeah, that Woody Harrelson one. I can't say believe... he isn't amazing. Let's use a positive term and say he's bad. <laughs> he's I mean, bad in this movie. He's really bad in this movie. Bad. It is a bit of a <laughs> performance on a certain level. The fact that he took Army's slot or Stuhlbarg's slot, the Corral slot, one of the sure. one of the one of the Call Me by Your Name slots is horrifying. Yeah, I mean, it's upsetting for a number of reasons. One being that the character is shoehorned into the narrative in a really stupid way. I mean, I, I think we talked about it on the episode, but the whole the whole suicide thing and how that's supposed to carry on this emotional movie. resonance. Yes. Um, and, you know, it's appropriate because he's married to the other actor who's in a completely different movie. Um, although her movie Abby is Gordon, taking place in space. She's, yeah, she's <laughs> on a fucking different planet. Can yeah. I read the text I sent about this earlier today? Yes. That there was no direction in this movie because Sam Rockwell is in a very good movie. Fran is in a fine movie. Then there is seven layers of shit. 
And then Woody Harrelson is in a bad movie, and then The Seventh Circle of Hell, and then the movie that Abby Cornish is in. Yes, I think Frances McDormand is in the unused dailies from all of Kittredge, or the film, or the filmed rehearsals. <laughs> uh, Rockwell's great in this Rockwell's movie. Rockwell's great. It's tough because his character is one of the biggest problems with the film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about this before we got on the mic, but... You know, the three billboards conversation basically comes down to, like, is it woke or is it not woke? Is it problematic or is it not problematic? But I also just don't think it's a very well-made film. Same. I think it's yeah, ugly the looking. the craft is bad. I think the, the writing's terrible. The script reads like a first draft. Mm-hmm. Um, like, honestly, Winston Churchill should have gone on with that fucking pencil and, like, crossed shit out of the three billboards script before the they... The script is literally, like, he read Save the Cat and was like, Well, I think... I'm gonna do a spot... She's going to flip the beetle over. I'm going to keep bringing it up. She yeah. flips the fucking beetle over. I don't know. I don't really have a problem with that moment. I mean, I won't go that far because McDonough has written great films and amazing plays. Like, the dude doesn't The dude doesn't need to read Save the Cat in order to write a script. Yeah, but it like, feels like he did. It still feels like he did. Yeah, for me, it just feels like someone who is, has, was completely unchecked. I think it was someone who, who was trying to write... A story about Middle America and just didn't get it. He overdid it. He doesn't. He kept get it in the oven too the long. Issues are. He doesn't. He overextended what he knows about these issues. Here's what he did, y'all. He kept the steak on the grill too long, cooked it well done, and you know who likes their steak well done and with ketchup on the side is our president. And this movie Ooh. is a steak fit for the president, if you ask me. Ooh. I mean, that's a little hyperbolic. I just wanted to carry out the metaphor. But, I mean, I, I think the movie is well-intentioned. I just think it doesn't know... I don't think it has the perspective needed in order to tell the story. Now, I'm just thinking about Trump eating McDonald's in his bed because he's worried about being poisoned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, All right, let's Will- go to foreign language. We did it. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is my vote in the category. Rockwell is in second. Um, We're in foreign? I would agree. Foreign language film. All right. I think it's a real shame that In the what? Fade didn't get nominated. Not because it's a good movie, but only because then we would have On Body and Soul and In the Fade, two foreign language nominees that both use slitting your wrists in a bathtub in a really hacky way. And, oh and that's not God. even really when a spoiler for On Body and Soul, which I know you guys haven't seen yet. Cause it, it I haven't de- seen In the Fade yet either. For both movies. It, it's not what you think it is. Um, but I saw those movies at AFI within a day of each other, and I saw it on Body and Soul because I had heard that it was good, uh, female filmmaker, and it just, I had a feeling it might get nominated for the Oscar side unseen. Mm. And then the, the, there's two, uh, there's two pivotal scenes, in, in the, there's one pivotal scene in each of these movies where a character slits their wrists in a bathtub, and then there's a deus ex machina that rips them back into life. Great. I'm excited to hear what you think about on Body and Soul, Ben. Can't wait. I mean, you you too, Brandon. Um, and you know, I'm just maybe I'll like one of the numbers <laughs> if I see it. So, but you liked the square. I like the square. Yeah. Fine. Uh, so you've seen so you've seen four out of five. I've seen four. I've seen three out of five. Well, I've seen three and a half. Are you admitting to something here? Mm-hmm. Oh, say it Do- loud. Say it proud. Oh, what film? Say it loud. Say it proud. What? I mean, film? I was never afraid of announcing it publicly. I just didn't want to tell you two. Well, then say it publicly. I walked out of Loveless. Then had less Look, love for Loveless than we did. My, I loved Loveless. Listen, yeah, Loveless more like couldn't love it more. <laughs> what the fuck? Yuck! 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 Your life is literally the longest thing you will ever experience, and my <laughs> life is still. Not long enough to watch the last hour of Loveless. 
in for me. The thing, the, the thing about I'm not love, saying it's bad. I'm just never lo- going to watch. Here's the thing about Loveless and why the last hour, specifically the last like 30 minutes, or I mean the whole movie, why it matters so much. It ultimately becomes an argument for a more empathetic society. Is the thing like it is? It is a brutal movie. It is a hard watch, and it, I mean. You know, there's like the the I'm phrase glad like you felt something. where movies like throw all this shit against the wall and sees what sticks. Like with Loveless, it's literal shit that they're throwing at you. You're the wall as the audience, but it's a it's a political allegory about uh, not just the not not just Putin, but Russian society and how everyone's become so cut off from one another and so unfeeling that um, like for instance, the nonprofit group that looks for I don't even know if you got to that part uh, that looks for that looks for lost <laughs> children is more effective than the government uh, because. There's just very little interest in helping out your neighbor, and that's why this self-made group has to pick up all the slack. I described it as being hit with a cinder block in the best way possible. What I like about Levels is how wet it is. There's it's just so melted wet. snow. I feel like and yeah, I have to Tarkovsky movies for wet Russian movies. Well, I mean, that obviously, <laughs> that must be an, uh, an influence. And I just saw Stalker for the first time. Mm-hmm. Which, which is you know, very probably, the, it is probably so the best movie I've ever seen. Fecund. It is fecund. <laughs> it is moist. It's such a moist so film. damp and I remember You can always expect green. an academic to bring a bomb to the party. Mm-hmm. I saw it on 4th of July at Cinefamily R.I.P. And I just oh remember just, like, sinking in my seat. I yeah. felt like I was sinking into... The sunken <laughs> into the zone, in just into the zone, into the, into the zone. wetness. Um. Okay. So we into need to talk, we need to talk about <sighs> the insult is probably our winner here, right? I mean, or no, a fantastic no, woman. No, I think it's a fantastic woman. But there is something I want to bring up is Foxtrot got snubbed. Foxtrot was which I predicted snub, one of the bigger snubs, and that would that would if that was nominated, that would have been your winner. And in just the bummer, fade, just like if Phantom Thread was nominated, I thought in the fade right. was not only going to get nominated. I thought in the fade was going to win. So, so let's talk about in the fade real quick, since we're not going to get to talk about on, on the episode we're going to do about foreign language nominees. Oh right, R.I.P. And you'll still see it. This is not a spoiler bin, but like watching in the fade is like watching a movie made by somebody who read a, like a film aesthetics textbook, and it's like I can do this with the camera. I can put mm. a camera here. I can stage a shot this way, and like does all of it. Like it's 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 a movie that's a lot all the time. Let's put a camera on the car, and then the car will drive away, and then we'll never have a shot like that ever again. Yeah, right. Yeah, he. And he, then let's he, do a really still, methodic, uh, long take of two actresses in a sauna, and then we'll never do that again. It's three movies in one mm-hmm. movie, and yeah, he throws which every- I'm okay with. He throws everything against the wall. Yeah, sees it sticks. And I like some of it. It's just that, like, it ends up not having much of a clear vision to me for that reason. Anyway, yeah. Right. Um, okay, um, we need to move along. Okay, what's happening? Doc. <sighs> Agnes. That's going to be uh, Miss Miss Varda, if you're nasty. And JR are going to pick up that one, I think. Really? See, I, I still don't think so. I'm thrilled that they got the nomination, and I'm thrilled that Jane slid out probably to give them room. But I think something like... Like Icarus, Icarus or Abacus wins. I, I think, think Icarus like is number two, but I think Faces Places was number two behind Jane. That's how I've always felt. Really? Yeah. And I thought Faces was lower. No. Have you met anyone who doesn't like that movie? Is the thing. Have you seen Angelina Jolie? <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous people are like promoting the shit out of it. We saw a Q&A with where she was interviewed by Brie Larson. Also, I mean... Just consider the narrative that happens if Agnes Varda wins a competitive Oscar the same year she gets her honorary Oscar. Mm-hmm. That's the first time that will have ever happened. Yeah. And everyone loves her. Everyone, she's such a crowd pleaser. Yes. 
And she will get. She knows to, how to work the room. I mean, I would be thrilled. Thank Jacques. And by work the room, I mean just like do her own thing in yeah. the room, and everyone's so charmed by it. Sit on the the potted plant outside, outside the, Egyptian. the Egyptian. She will thank Jacques. You're right. Mm-hmm. She'll be like the last time Jacques this... and I were in Los Angeles. We get to hear theoretically, not 100 percent, but we're going to hear thank you to Jacques Demi and thank you to Ishmael Merchant. Yep. And I think that JR is going to draw a little face and sharpie on his bicep and he's just going to flex. <laughs> and his bicep will do all the talking. God. He'll have his sunglasses on can still. Only yes. And his hat. There will be sharpie chapeau. sunglasses on the bicep as his well. His little chapeau. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I, I want to catch up with these other docs. Um, yeah, I'm really behind on, on watching these docs. Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen Icarus, which is a very good film. Mm-hmm. I think, I still think, as much as I want Face Places to win, I think Icarus wins. It's a crowd pleaser. I would really love it if Strong Island won, only because we played it at Outfest last year. And it would be... And it's the out. first trans filmmaker to get an Oscar nomination, period, Correct. I believe. That's incredible. Gans Ford, y'all. Um... Also, shout out to Last Man in Aleppo because my friend's the publicist on that. So. Oh. Applause. Mm-hmm. Original song. Are we ready? Are Benj Pasek and Justin Paul going to win again? I will no. kill myself. I well, think it's stand up for something from Marshall because it's Diane Warren and I think, Common. I think that Mary J. Blige might win an Oscar this year. So that she can win the Oscar? Yes. Very interesting. I'm mostly just excited for Sufjan to come out wearing wings. Yes. Same. That's gonna With be... his biceps. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be very exciting. I, I think... I'm thrilled that Mystery of Love got in. I, I wasn't so sure that that was going to happen. I was pretty sure. I knew. Okay. I mean, I, I wasn't sure. I knew. Oh wow! Okay, no, I'm just. Being, I was doubting. I'm just being it's, silly. It's I in had the movie. Doubts. It's in the trailer. It's like one of the more recognizable songs of the year. True. It's why I mean this gets nominated over Visions of Gideon, not necessarily because the song is better, but because it is more ubiquitous Correct. at this point. I agree, and it's in the movie twice. That's right. I think Remember Me wins. Coco, oh, really? Mm-hmm. You think that I the, Ave- the Avenue Q team is going to win another Oscar? Again, I do. Because they won for, that was the same team. Let Frozen. Let it go. Yeah. I do. That I would love that. I think. I have no evidence. Speaking of, speaking of <laughs> let it go, are we on heart. the directing category yet? Can um, we talk about Mark McDonough? Are we on? No, we're, we're on, on animated we're feature. writing? Oh, Coco. It's going to be Coco. It's going to be Coco. And I will tell you, I was thrilled that... Tiffany Haddish was so thrilled for the boss mm. baby. Mm-hmm. She made that mm. And then Andy she, Serkis and then she the boss baby. And she goes, mm. And then didn't <laughs> she like clap down by her waist? She, she was real excited. Yeah. What time do you think Tiffany Haddish woke up this morning? I don't think she slept. 2, 3 a.m. She was wide awake. 2 a.m. I don't, yeah, I don't I think, would think you would have to have gone to bed at 4 p.m. And woken up at 2 a.m. <laughs> I'll just say it now. I think that it was... I mean... Watching Tiffany Haddish pronounce Chalamet and attempt to pronounce Kaluuya and just magic. And Hallelujah. Cal- yes, and, and she's riffing the whole time, like mm-hmm. brilliant little bits. That was the best uh, Oscar nominations announcement video since Salma Hayek getting emotional over all the Bro, Mexican representation Mexican. in 2007. Um, but I think it was pretty fucking cruel to put her up there uh, mm, and not give her the supporting movie. actress nomination. Yeah. If yeah. Andy Serkis gets to read War for the Planet of the Apes, t- they 
in which they knew was going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. They should have. They should not have had. It's her not do like this. the ceremony where literally no one has opened the envelopes. It's like they have to make the graphics. Yes. And like, they have to make the, the video. Like, it feels like happening. they were trolling us more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were because yeah, all the day before after that announcement, we we're like, oh my god, does she get in? Mm-hmm. Is this it? The thing is that the Emmys do that more than the Oscars do in terms of uh, nomination announcers getting a nomination. The Emmys have done that a few times. Right. Um, but I don't think that there's an example that I can think of. Maybe someone knows and can correct me, but where the Oscar nominations presenter got a nomination. Yeah, it's getting a nomination that morning. I would I have to so. two years ago. Different from their movie being nominated. It happened two years ago. It I, did? I can't remember who it was. It was a woman. It was one of the girls. Did Taraji do it last year? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I think that's correct, actually. Yeah. So maybe I'm thinking of last year and not two years ago. But Taraji didn't get nominated. Yes, she did. She did not. Oh. For, um... Hidden um, Figures. Hidden Figures. Yeah. Well... Get the Google on the horn. My memory is wrong, if that's correct. Oh, yeah, right. Nominated for one Oscar between the spender and button. Yep. Should be three. Should have been nominated for Hustle and Flow as well. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty... I'm, I feel like it was like two or three years ago. Girl. Yeah, that kind of sounds familiar. But I the Emmys do it more often. Part of me... I I can't tell if this is right, but I want to say it was Emma Stone, the Birdman year. Oh. I think that That's happened. a great guess. Because I know Emma Stone has done it, and I just I have a memory of the other person being like, "Congratulations, Emma." I think you're right about that. That that sounds right. I think you're right. That about makes that. sense. Oh God, Birdman! Birdman won Best Picture. Sure enough, I love Birdman. Excuse me, uh, Birdman or the 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 brilliance of ignorance, ignorance or whatever. <laughs> the ignorant. I love Birdman. Bliss. I mean, it wasn't my number one; it was my number two. But, oh wow! Uh, I think Birdman is fine. Birdman was. Uh, Boyhood was my number one. Of oh, that's wonderful. Mine was I mean, Selma, and I stand by it. Mine's Boyhood. Yeah, my, I went yeah, Selma, maybe. Grand Budapest, Boyhood, Gone Girl, um, Inherent Vice. I, think. I was Boyhood, Birdman, Whiplash, Gone Girl. I didn't know you were a Whiplash fan. I love Whiplash. I, I love Whiplash. My, it was like my number four. Y'all should know that my number one goal when we created this podcast was never to hear the word Whiplash. I love Whiplash. Uttered on the mic. Do you not like it? Oh, I think it's a piece of shit. That's weird. It's a big piece of shit. No. It's wonderful. Yeah, it is riveting. Wonderful. It is raw. It is J.K. Simmons spitting. That's fire. What, that's what he wants you to think. No, it's delightful. There is not a... Drip of sweat that is authentic in that movie, as far as I'm concerned. It launched Supergirl's career, okay? <laughs> I hate that we're not a video podcast. <laughs> Brandon just did such a wonderful face and finger point. All right. With Lashes Trash. Play. All right. Whip 90 year old Whip Trash. James Ivory is going, to, is going to finally win an Academy Award and thank his husband. God bless. 
May he rest in peace. Like when Meryl Streep implied thinking John Cazale. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I've never heard it pronounced. I've never heard it pronounced either. When did she thank John? Uh, When in the... The Deer Hunter? In the Iron Lady speech, she says, uh, and thank you to those dearly departed. And she almost starts crying. Oh my God. I mean, Meryl and John are my favorite celebrity couple. Correct. It's the only answer. There's a picture of them on the subway together that... I want frame. I know like the picture to use it's as my wedding invitation. Should I ever get married? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so Agnes and Jacques Demi are up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, I think that Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen nice. are probably in the top oh, ten. Yeah, nice. they're a good one. My Ooh. favorite celebrity couple is Angela Bassett and Courtney B. Oh Bates. yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Okay, so you can, um, I think Mudbound. For adapted screenplay, that's very exciting that that got in. I think so too. Mudbound did pretty well. It got four nominations yeah, overall. Yeah, I think Mudbound had a great showing. I'm learning as we go how many. I don't even got mind for. Logan getting in. No, I, I, here's what I think about Logan getting in. Eventually, a superhero movie was going to crack this category. Probably. I mean, superhero movies have been nominated in the tech categories mm-hmm. before. When a superhero movie was going to break into the big categories, it was. Pro- I mean, I, you know, Dark Knight won an Oscar, but that I think that's separate. Yeah. Of all the superhero movies to get nominated, I appreciate that Logan is doing its best to undercut the realities that all the other superhero movies live in. Yeah. Like, that, like, excerpt from the script that was going yeah, around, which, where it describes this gritty, fucked up world yeah, we're in. Yeah, I mean, my letterbox log back in March, whatever, that nobody liked, which was a really hilarious pun on Carol, was that it's the price of assault. And that's what the movie is. And and <laughs> you, you think about how many people get thrown off buildings or, you know, uh, are in a building that is uh, crashed to the ground in an Avengers movie. Like, there's just no consideration for physical violence and human toll. And Logan is all about that. And on top of that, it's an interesting piece of genre work in that it's, in that way, undercutting and subverting its own genre, and it's a Western, and it has elements of a film noir. Um, I think, I mean, I, I'm... Have you seen it? No. And I, I mean, I'm... No. I didn't like it. It didn't stay with me, but I think it's a great film. I think it's a fun... I think it's a fun pick. You know, Wonderstruck would be nice in there, but that's fine. Would prefer Wonderstruck. Yeah. It's just a movie but, that I would not see. But it could have been Deadpool, you know, last year. Yeah, it could have been better off. This is great. Logan, it's a Logan is a serious movie, by which I mean it has something on its mind. Um, I was gonna say congratulations, Mr. Helen Mirren, but that's the wrong. I always get them. Director. I always get Taylor. Yeah, Taylor Hackford. Taylor Hackford and James Mangold. I cannot. Well, I have no idea. Which James is which. Mangold is an <laughs> interesting case when you look at how his career started. He basically lost his career in Hollywood because Harvey cut up his movie. Mm. I mean, he was like a really promising up and comer. Um, and I, I'm forgetting the name of uh, his first movie off the top of my head. I don't remember. But, I don't um, he did Ray. Uh, Taylor Hackford did Ray. Didn't oh, he? fuck. He did Walk the Line. <laughs> Wait, didn't Taylor Hackford do Walk the Line? No. Mangold for sure did Walk the Line. Mangold did Walk, walk the Line's the a line. great film. I like I Walk the Line. It. I just Reese remember Witherspoon won an Oscar. Baby, Reese, baby, baby. Reese Witherspoon on the bus, like overacting. I'm sorry. Love Reese. Um, shall we move That's to before her ego was original? Broken. I went. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing walking. Can I talk about original? Yes. Yes, sir. You sure can. Minus three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. Thank you, Tiffany. Francis says it that way too. Um, I mean, that's how you're supposed to say it. Is it? Yes. I, the Missourians I know say Missouri. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. This is a chef's kiss of a category. <laughs> finger by finger. 
Next hand. I am thrilled for the big sick. I am sad it did not crack into the best picture like I thought it would. But the big sick, get out. Ladybird. And Shape of Water. But the top three especially, like such personal and shape of, I'm gonna Any shape of water too they're all talk about so a personal, personal story yeah shape yeah. of water is his uh, nine-year-old dream yeah yeah mm-hmm. love for the monsters yeah he may not have lived with the shape of water but it's a story he's been trying to tell he's been living it in his, his imagination life. yes mm-hmm. absolutely he and has the, two houses dedicated to memorabilia about <laughs> this story yeah lacma <laughs> lacma had an exhibition of shit yeah. from his house mm-hmm. just monster stuff yeah so i mean the fact that those four yeah such a love just such lovely yeah i don't know yeah. labor of love um it's very great sorry i'm just thinking about a ladybird of love would have liked to see phantom thread get the fifth slot phantom thread is baffling how that didn't well, crack because crack in there i think we talked it about is i always thought it was more likely to get screenplay than like if it was gonna crack a top category that wasn't it, Dear it was lewis be... even above leslie manville i thought phantom thread was likely to land in the original screenplay i thought so too because he always gets in writing yes and i guess i'll mention this now um rather than in directing because you brought that up but another first is this is the first time that paul thomas anderson gets recognized solely for his direction rather than his writing which I mean, is it's it, it, even Inherent Vice, which is, a, uh, I feel, probably a pretty divisive film, uh, gets the adapted screenplay nomination. Yeah. Magnolia and Boogie Nights doesn't get the director nomination. Only once has he managed to get directing and writing for the same movie. This is the first time he gets a sole nomination in directing over than writing. It's interesting. Pretty, it's pretty wild. Which is great, because I've always thought that the Academy didn't respect PTA enough. Right. Because they looked at him in a way that we talked about uh, in fear about Greta Gerwig as yeah. like a writer first and director second. Correct. Which... You know, they're. I mean, is just a thing they do. Yeah, but but I mean, they're. I was they're gonna really... write a blog on this, and this nomination fucks that up because I was gonna write about how filmmakers who both write and direct only ever win Oscars for writing, pretty yes. much. And that's I, why this is fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It does come down to the different branches. Mm-hmm. Like, in theory, they he should have gotten both, and then he would only like win for writing. That's usually how it goes. Well, Ben, I think you either said it in person or on the podcast, but you predicted that if Phantom Thread made it into screenplay, it would win. Mm-hmm. That all mm-hmm. it needed to do was crack the top five. I think that's... I mean, we'll never know now, but I still think that's true. And I, yeah, in my head, I'm like, well, Phantom Thread is still going to win the screenplay because they're going to realize what they did and they're yeah. going to retroactively <laughs> solve the problem. Duh. It just... I do. It think... just doesn't make any sense to me. Again, I don't want to sound like a spoiled kid on Christmas morning, but yeah. like six nominations, if you're going to go that far, yeah. it's not Give enough. Give it It's also... It's like Foxcatcher getting director and not picture. And it's just like... Well, oh my God, that makes no sense. It's just so like... weird. Just... Even if you don't like the movie from a statistical standpoint, it's so weird. It's incongruous. It doesn't make sense. It's not mm-hmm. logical. Um, I think that... Okay, so now... Um, <laughs> All right, I want to talk about this idea of we're going to give one to this film, one to this film, one to this film, specifically when it comes to Get Out, Lady Bird, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, it gets really tough. So what's good? Because screenplay is down to those three. See, here's yes. what I think, though. Okay. Yes. I don't think Academy of Voters think about that. I mean, I think they do. Because that... you don't know what other people are voting for. No, I know, but I'm, it's basically the idea that everyone gets a ballot... Mm-hmm. And what are the most people going to say, like, oh, I want to make sure this movie gets something. Right. People do think about that. Yes, but you can't be like, I'm going to vote for this, and the, and I'm going to vote for this, and I'm going to vote for this, because you don't know what other people are voting for. So I think it does end up as just like, I think Get Out is the best screenplay of the year, period. Yeah, I mean, I 
I don't know what Academy voters think. No one does. Even right. Academy voters don't know what they think because mm-hmm. they're only one person. They don't yeah. have a hive mind. It's not a hive mind. But I do. But I do. That's the but, thing. But but I don't think that it's so off base to think that someone is looking at their like. Let's say they've already filled out the ballot but haven't sent it in yet, and they're like, "Oh wait a minute, I didn't give anything to Lady Bird. I loved Lady Bird. Well, I liked Get Out, but I also gave Jordan Peele my win and Best Director. So let me just change that to Lady Bird then. Like I do think that there's a there's um. Uh, a desire to spread the wealth, yeah. especially yeah. the last few years. Um, yeah. yeah, and honestly, as much as I would hate for Shape of Water to win like all the crafts, not because I don't like the movie, like frankly, I'd rather have it win those than anything else. Um, but it would be kind of exciting to see a sweep. We haven't mm-hmm. seen a sweep we in haven't. so long. Yeah, we've been in this mode of of lots of splits and spreading the I mean, wealth. Spotlight wins two awards. Moonlight wins what three? three. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think we are overdue for like something like Shape of Water winning both director and picture. And I a bunch s- of other things. I yeah. still think... Production design, score. I still think because Billboards is getting the two actor wins, I think Get Out gets screenplay. Well, this is why I brought up the whole idea. Because now that Martin McDonough is out of the race and director and three billboards, now is no longer a front runner in my mind. It's one of these movies that voters like and want to give something to it. Maybe it's an acting award. Like if it had, if it had gotten the director nomination, I would have thought Three Billboards won screenplay. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. are you following sort yes. of my logic here? Yeah. But now I'm thinking if Rockwell wins supporting actor, and I think Fran still wins actress, yes. but I agree with Ben that she's more vulnerable now than she was before. And I think it goes to Saoirse over Sally, but I think those two are really neck and neck. Um, anyway, this is all to say if they're going to spread the wealth. I now think that Three Billboards is more likely to win an acting award as its as its con- consolation, uh, which is a crass way to say it. Yeah. And so then screenplay becomes uh, Lady Bird versus Get Out. Yeah. And even when and I think it's Get Out, even before today, that was my opinion. I never thought Three Billboards would win screenplay. I thought it was. I, I see. I thought we were all being very naive. Like like the opinion that you held, I I thought was very naive. Mm-hmm. Now I'm realizing I was just overthinking it. Um, but this movie's too divisive. Yes, but it's also the sort of thing where people who don't feel strongly one way or the other, but thought it was fine. Right. There and people who I, I just hate to sound like such an elitist prick, but like people who don't actually understand like how I don't wanna record this on mic, but basically the idea that like I'll give it to three billboards because there were a lot of words in that movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't sound like reality, it sounded very writerly because there were so many adjectives. Like, I'll give it that. And I don't you know, I know for a fact some people are going to listen to this who like that script quite a bit. I'm not trying to say they don't know anything about screenwriting. That's oh. not my point. But my, my point is that... I'll make that point. My point is that people who are on the fence would be, I think, more likely... Like, if they didn't care about Lady Bird or Get Out one way or the other, they'd still vote for three billboards, I think, because it feels important. It feels very for screenplay? Writerly. Yeah. Not, I... not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, I'm saying okay. it. Yeah, because I think... Why am I even going on this road? I don't what, know. What I'm saying is predicated on Martin McDonough being in the directing race. <laughs> I still think I have always statistics. thought... <laughs> statistics. Statistics. <laughs> that uh, everyone thinks Get Out is the most exciting original story they have ever heard in their entire lives. Yes. I think, <laughs> I think the new I Academy think, thinks that. Yes, that's I what I mean. Like the absolutely win screenplay. Yeah. I just think that's I guess it. I don't know. I mean, um, just for consensus sake, I'll say get out. Um, I think there's so a very real possibility that goes... Lady Bird walks away empty-handed. Correct. Yes. I think that is a very real possibility. I, yeah. 
I think they want Jordan Peele on that stage in some capacity. And it, what makes the most sense to get him on stage is screenplay. I think... Yeah, get now that out. Del Toro's taking director. Yeah, yeah, Get Out just is the right. Like, it just feels like this is the writing. Well, Get it. Out is just bursting yeah. with ideas. And yes. on top of that, it is just a perfectly built piece of genre. Yes. Yeah. And, and we talked about this, I think, on the last episode, but it's a movie that is mostly told in microaggressions. Mm-hmm. And that's subtextual language. And so that's just brilliant writing on top of it to not be saying. I think, every, yeah, point. everyone just recognizes how brilliant the structure is yeah see i would vote for get out because i would be wanting to spread my wealth between the movies i love i'd give greta best director i'd give phantom thread best picture even though in pta is actually my best director win right. if i was giving an oscar you were then, spreading the wealth. yeah if i was spreading the wealth that's how i do it and then get out for screenplay so and I'm, then I abby cornish I would be my right in i wouldn't probably. end up spreading the wealth i would vote purely this category I guess I just get really strategic when it comes to submitting a ballot, which I really only do for the film experience. But, like, uh, last year I had Zhao Tao as my number one slot on Best Actress, specifically because it was a weighted ballot and I wanted Mm. her to shoot to the top. When she was not... I mean, she was in my five, but she wasn't in my top. And And I would vote for Greta if I had an Academy ballot, even though I would think Paul Thomas Anderson did the best directing of last year. Because Greta has a higher chance of winning than he does, and so by throwing all my weight towards her, I'm doing my part as a member of this group. Sure. Um, which is just, like... I would have to go with I mean, that's my the, number one. That's the right way to do it, is to vote with your conscience. Like, and I think people like me the are the problem, does. but uh, that's how I do it nonetheless. Oh, and I just think it's great that The Big Sick got nominated. Um, I... I predicted it in Best Picture 2, um, but I always thought it was on the cusp, and I always thought there was a chance that it gets nominated for nothing. So I'm just thrilled that it made it into this category, which is probably no, I'm, its strongest yeah, quality. I saw Camille's tweet about it today, and he was like... Oh, what did he say? Because, uh, again, I haven't been on the internet the, all day. The tweet was something like, um, Emily sh- heckled me from the back of a diner during my stand-up set. We wrote a script about it. Twelve years later, we're nominated for an Oscar. Like, it's just... It's beautiful. That's I love nice. that stuff. I fucking love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer they didn't get the best picture, but there's only eight. I feel like it... it nah, it wouldn't have been nine. There were nine. I, I, there, there were nine. nine. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six. Which, by the way, I oh. also predicted that there I, would be nine. I thought I there were... I think there were eight. I can't count. Which okay. I which I would have predicted ten if Ben had not taught me when in, on, on some episode... It doesn't go to that ten. It, that doesn't happen. All right, let's... Statistics. Let's, let's pull Statistics. This, let's, let's go next. Let's, let's pull this train into the station. Um, Actor. Our greatest, <laughs> no, the greatest My two can movie come star <laughs> of all time receives his eighth Academy Award nomination. You called that by a thread, <laughs> a fancy. But thread. he got it. He's there in a movie that I didn't see. I haven't seen. Did anyone see it? I know. No, no enough one people, saw it. which in... is kind of wild because I think this is a Nightcrawler table. Yeah, yeah. Brandon doesn't like it. I don't like Nightcrawler. What don't you like about Nightcrawler? Many things, but we'll just get tell in. me one. Uh, <laughs> Jake's per- no, I actually do like Jake's performance. I don't like the script. If okay. it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> I only didn't the right see name it Russo Mexican dinner scene. What is that scene? One of the best scenes. It's of that delightful. Year. It should have should have cemented Rene Russo's best supporting. Speaking of great films of 2014, it didn't work for me. <laughs> okay. Um, so Denzel got the nomination because he always gets the nomination. And That's people, not true. And you called that. 
but we he both has, called that. He has recently. Oh, sorry. sorry, I don't mean to be a bitch, but I was a little upset in the group text earlier today when you gave Ben oh. the, all the credit. I have been predicting Denzel as well. Just you steam ears, steam coming out of your ears. I'm on just the road. Loud I, I was about literally it. angrily driving down the road. I mean, I'm I, just very loud. About I don't Denzel. really. I'm not. You know, I'm not a big tweeter. I tweeted that. You know, I put it on the record. That's how much I was sure about Denzel winning. I wasn't. Denzel will always. But hold on, I want to talk about this. I'm sure about. Daniel Kaluuya, and I'm very excited about Daniel Kaluuya. Okay, next. Thrilled to pieces. But I want to talk about this idea of Denzel getting nominated all the time. Because... One, no, it's new. One, he, yeah, that's that's all I was going to say. This is a new this is a new occurrence. This but it was also problem. Meryl wasn't always Meryl gets nominated. Right. And now she is. And we're at the beginning of Denzel's period of that. I I'm think. fine with that, frankly. But I mean, I don't know. I just think about like Great Debaters, for instance. Like that right. is an Oscar bait performance. That's an Oscar bait movie. He directed it too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets ignored. Stuff like that gets ignored. Um, but yeah, you've got Flight, Fences. This. Love Flight. Nine-time Academy Award nominee Denzel Washington. (laughs) I'm Um, I'm fucking lit on that. I just love him so much. Um, Let's put it on this uh, podcast now. I love Denzel so much. I I think he can do anything that is put in front of him. He has never had a false note in his entire career. Yeah, that's why they should have given him the prize last year. Mm -hmm. I was rooting for Denzel. I thought he was even... I changed him on my ballot because I know that racism is a thing. But I was just like, he has to win. And I was like, until it happened that Casey won, I thought Denzel has to win. This. He was. So I thought good. he was going to. So good. It's such a bummer. Um. Okay. We have. have well, we, we. I'm not done on this category. Okay. So thankfully, the best performance of the year is in the running. Do yes. we think there's a chance that Timothy wins? No. no. I don't think so either. <laughs> Next. Psyched about Daniel Kaluuya. I. Timothy just has his career made because he gets to have. Academy Award nominee Timothy Chalamet and so does for the Dan- rest of his career. And so yeah. does Daniel Kaluuya. At 22 yes. years old. Correct. I mean, and you got to think about a show like Black Mirror, which is now so thickly in the zeitgeist. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a part of our cultural bloodstream that it's threatening to overtake the entire system. Mm-hmm. And Kaluuya uh, is responsible for one of the foundational episodes of that show where people got Probably my place. favorite episode. Same. Of the whole show. Was that from season one? Yeah, yes. The second episode. That and, well, yeah, I would say like that and San Junipero, but they're extremely different. It's yeah. just that like my heart just exploded with Junipero. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gary Oldman's going to win this. Yeah, as I said, and I think he's going to just eat I a fucking turkey leg on Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis has like, it's like 70 30 to Daniel Day Lewis, but like. That's a strong contingent. He could turn another 20%. I do, I do agree that it's more likely to go to an established actor like Day-Lewis than Chalamet. Especially because it's famously his last movie. Right. It's Daniel Day-Lewis who... Dorinda Arms. Blah, 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 <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> also one of our greatest actors. I would He's love Denzel. Would love it if he won and went on stage and said, Frankly, I've just been admiring my own gallantry for calling it a day after this film. <laughs> I... Love that call. I hope that happens. Pretty good. <laughs> that might be. That's his acceptance speech. Pretty oh, good. All pretty good. Oh, remember when Meryl announced Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln and she didn't she had already read the envelope because she's Meryl? <laughs> Do you remember this? No. Yes. They go to, you know, the clip reel at the Oscars. 
And then um, the clip is over, and she's like, and the Oscar goes to Daniel Day-Lewis. She already opened it. <laughs> since, since we're on the topic of Lincoln, um, we'll just never have a chance to bring this up again, unless I decide to bring up Lincoln We'll do a every Lincoln episode. episode. Are you kidding? Can we do a Lincoln episode for my birthday? <laughs> sure. Oh, God. Great. I think we should all get to do a birthday episode. Oh, that's fun. Oh, cute. But um, I, just on the topic of uh, shaky old man jowls, and I too can command the wind, sir. One of my favorite Ooh. things in Lincoln is when, when, when the... <laughs> I literally just spit. Um, he just motorboated his way to this. <laughs> I motorboated my way to the academy. In Lincoln, wow. when... The, <laughs> I, just, I just broke my tooth on my wine. Um, this is so beside the point. But in Lincoln, when they're debating the 13th Amendment on the House floor, there's one point, I think when Tommy Lee Jones calls out one of the racist Democrats by saying, like, you are more lizard than man. But then one of the Republicans, like, we, I think we get, like, um, like a swish pan over to the, or to the Democrat, rather. We get a swish pan over to the insulted Democrat. And he just goes, <coughs> sorry. Oh, my. He goes, how dare you? <laughs> I love a good how dare you. <laughs> so good. How dare. Okay. Thank you for letting me okay, share. Okay, after how dare. Can we move on to we... the fact that <laughs> Francis's we... performance <gasps> does not change. As a character, as a human being, I think Mildred is the same person fundamentally at the beginning of the film than she is at the that's end That's part of the, of the point. I, I, I mean, know, but I don't think that that's what I would reward I think, acting I for. think that that performance reveals shades. I, I really do. I know you do, and I know I don't. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I don't want to commit this to posterity. Um, but it, it, I find all the Mildred problems are more the script's fault. Um, I think Frances is working her ass off. Um, she makes scenes like when she runs into those deer work whenever it's on her face for me yeah the conceit is silly and a little hacky i feel nothing yeah that's fine ben uh i no. well i i love Francis. quote all about eve i detest cheap sentiment <laughs> that's how i feel about francis i am film. rolling my eyes <laughs> i think francis did what she could with what she was given which was not a lot i think which i must say i think that she was very satisfied with the script I think so too. Yeah, which she, is she's very proud of this. Movie. She's she, very is. Proud of it. she, she is. She is the way she was bopping around during the sags. I was like, I wish you were less proud. I know. I really wish you were less proud of this. Um, but you know, I'm fine if she still wins. a fan. I almost um, I may have mentioned. I know I've already said it on this podcast, but I might have said it on another one. This past year, I was going to go as Frances again for Halloween and her all-denim ensemble on the Venice red carpet for three billboards, but I couldn't find the right baggy jean. Um, and now I've just been wondering lately if I had found the right baggy jean and I had gone as Frances essentially in three billboards, how would that sit with me? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Months later. Yeah. I, I was in Park City on Saturday, so I didn't go to therapy. So I'm just <laughs> so using this opportunity. Right yeah. <laughs> Um, How would I felt about that? Something I was thinking about that is just like stupid, but I still want to say it, is that uh, if you were born when Frances won her last Academy Award, you'd be able to drink by the time she gets her second. It's 21 years, exactly. Damn. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I know. I, I am thrilled for her. I really am. I it's just weird because like, Fargo is something movie. that I remember winning Oscars. Yeah, how much like, fun would that oh. be? So I'm just I'm I'm, th- I'm still stuck on the 21 year olds who were born the Fargo year, and I'm just thinking about Francis in the police car. I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Margot Robbie is sensational. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. I I know that 
Margot Robbie PGA was nominated for an Oscar. Margot Robbie producer. But I'm not sure who Margot Robbie is. Margot Robbie the <laughs> I actor. only know Margot Robbie PGA. I know Margot J. Robbie Esquire PGA. <laughs> That's the only Margot Robbie I know. So there um, were no no surprises in this category. No, this we, is the most... It was the most locked in. Let, 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 let's do exactly what we thought we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nominate Meryl's Meryl. good. I think it's, it actually would have been upsetting to me if Meryl had not gotten nominated. For this performance. Exactly. Like for her best with... performance in ages. Like, yes. It would have been. I'm, yeah. And I am sure that there have been some people on the internet today being like, enough already. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Meryl too. But, you know, Jessica Chastain should have been nominated or Daniela Vega should have been nominated. Like, or someone else should, Diane Kruger. Like, no. I, I'm listing off all the people who didn't have a prayer getting nominated. Whoops. But. If the Academy was going to give Meryl nominations for Into the Woods, for Florence Foster, Fuck Yourself, and then for not give it to her August best performance. Osage County. Oh, who could forget? She needed to get this nomination to make up for the fact that she got nominated for all the other garbage. <laughs> the Academy needed to give her this nomination yes. in order to prove that they're paying attention. Yes, and not just uh, giving it to her. Well, yeah, because if they right. hadn't, it would be like, oh, we only like Meryl now when she's going full Oldman Ham, when she's right. motorboating. And a motorboating Meryl. Motorboating. On her, <laughs> in her captain, caftan. Let's do it. On, on let, Don, let, 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 let's publish. Don Gummer getting motorboat. She should have been nominated for Ricky and the Flash. <laughs> All right, can we name me? Okay, uh, best director, which is my second favorite cat. No, actually, this is my favorite category. This is my, yeah, this is my fave. This is the best category. It's stunning. <laughs> it is it truly. Is a- Incredible. It is a sight to behold. <laughs> I, I, Daniel knew all along. Jordan and Greta were both getting in. I was not a believer. Yes, because I just assume everyone is a racist, <laughs> well, <and a> sexist. <laughs> to that I say, Vicky creeps. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I had my doubts too. Um, but toward the end, especially once there was the big outrage after. The Globes. I was like, they're bo- then that's when I was like, they're both going to get in. And especially after they both got the DGA, I was like, they're both going to get in. Um, I mean, I... And it's I, great that Martin McDonough's gone, I think too. that that played a part. Um, but I... The reason why I've always thought they were going to get nominated is because people love those movies so yeah. much. I mean, the post... I, I'm just trying to think, like, Spielberg, McDonough... Who else did we think was going Luca. to get nominated? Well... I didn't ever really think Luke was going to get nominated. Craig Gillespie, Sean Baker, Sean Baker. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm positive that I must have said on this podcast that I thought Luca was going to get nominated, but um, I always thought he was on the cusp. I never thought Sean Baker would. But Call Me by Your Name, purely for like Carol esque reasons, was a movie that probably was never as much of a front runner as we all thought it was. Right. And for that reason, Luca, who's definitely on the cusp, but like was probably never in the assumed five. And I think. Unfortunately, a lot of people do feel like, oh, well, we, we did it, it to last Moonlight year. last year. Yeah. Which is a dark truth that we have to accept. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is overall a it's stunning a, category. It's a tight five. I mean... And, and I have to say, I mean, I'm thrilled... Ooh, and the Chris- Oscars are a tight 90 this year. Yeah, 90. the number 90. They're the 90. Ooh. They're Hopefully 90. the 90 is tight. If the number three is involved in that tight 90, the 90 shall not be tight. God damn it. Three billboards. God oh, damn it. It took me a minute. Oh, oh God. I, it. I saw I saw a billboard today on my drive down the I-15. Was there three of them? Come? No, it was a red billboard, and it was a billboard advertising company. 
And the text says, like, this could be a better billboard. And I wanted to take a picture of it so bad because that to me encapsulates like the best director feel. Like, <laughs> there could be a better billboard. For instance, Paul Thomas Anderson. For instance, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Th- it's just very exciting. I mean, I um, I feel like, I mean, I'm still pretty lit, but I did my celebrating about Greta Gerwig getting nominated at 6.30 this morning. Yeah. Same with Jordan Peele, same with Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, it's just such a nice feeling to already be taking it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason we're not popping champagne and, like, using uh, or, like, blowing into streamers right now. Mm-hmm. I think we're all used to it already. I just—it's just so nice. It's nice Paul. when things work out the way they should. Yeah. I just—I say this about like six different people, but greatest living filmmaker Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> I'm with you. It's just so exciting. Yeah. It's a tear. The tear is <laughs> Agnes, Paul, Marty. Todd, Marty, Claire, Hanukkah, who I have to give a last name to because you wouldn't know who Michael is. <laughs> Michael. All right, so we've got one category left, and this has already um, gone on about 30 minutes longer than we thought it yeah, would. Yeah, this is going way too long. We're okay. chatty bitches. Well, I I just want to say, before we go into the last category, is I went to bed last night thinking we were going to wake up to just miserable nominations. But Three awards, more like pleasantly, nine nominations. The pleasantly surprised. What the? What am I saying? We're pleasantly surprised at these nominations. It's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, there's nothing really that I have to complain about. I mean, it's... do I want Foxtrot in Best uh, Foreign? Yes. Do I want Get Out in Best Editing? Yes. But, like, Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Guillermo del Toro all got nominated for a Best Directing Oscar. Mm-hmm. And, frankly, I don't have a problem with uh, Christopher Nolan getting nominated because it's overdue. Yeah, he's never been nominated before. That, yeah, just, no, I'm actually... Very, that's cool. I'm actually... Yeah, I'm fine with the, the Dunkirk... Oh, Interstellar is a better film. Yeah, to be fair, though, I'm not saying it because of the quality of Nolan's work. I'm saying it so that all the film bros can shut the fuck up already about how Nolan's ever been nominated. He's nominated now. Shut up. I'm being facetious. It's a bit of both. But uh, we will never hear that again, guys. Congratulations to IMDb on their best director. (laughs) Who tweeted that? Matt or Spammer. So funny. I don't know how to say his last name either. Hi, Matt. Are you listening? Well, I was saying this is a test to see if he's listening. Yeah. He can correct us. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Best Picture, the nominees are <laughs> Darkest Hour. Uh, now, don't I, say that first. I used it's to be predicting... Call me, by, call me by your fucking name. name. That, for some reason, that's last on the uh, LA Times list. Oh. Wow. Homophobes. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, they put it at the bottom, which, you know, it's kind of witty. Also, Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Bottomé. <laughs> Bottom Has <laughs> a gay movie... Ever nominated just the bottom in the acting category? No, this is important. I'm not dismissing it. I'm just laughing. Am I? What? It's never happened. A gay performance. They. You don't think Harvey Milk was a bottom? Oh, okay, that's fair. I didn't think about that. What are other Brokeback? Only the top gets nominated. They were both nominated. Jake was. Yes. Oh. Jake was. We have a bottomless well of bottoms in the in, Academy history. In Moonlight, they nominate the straight. True. It's just, it's very rare. I mean, we don't know if Trevante Rhodes would have been a top or bottom, though. He's never had sex. I bet he'd be a nice both. I mean, he wasn't nominated, though, so it doesn't but matter. But he, mo- he would have been most likely right. to be nominated. I'm losing my English language skills as we go along. My brain's melting. Maybe just motorboated out. <laughs> Uh, Best Picture I mean, nominee, Phantom Thread. 
Yes. <laughs> That's all I care about. I'm losing my mind. Okay, um... It's crazy to me. It's a great lineup, except for three fuck you, fuck billboards, fuck. Four movies in my top ten. And Darkest Fucking Hour. Are nominated for Best Picture. Really? Two more that are in movies I love, or like a lot, also nominated. And then... Dunkirk. And then there are three others. Others. One that I respect. We'll say I respect one, And one of which you haven't seen. I've decided I like Dunkirk now that Three Billboards has happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. I mean, yeah, everything's relative, right? Mm-hmm. I love that change of heart. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sort of how I feel about The Shape of Water. I mean, I was the, you know, grumpy guy on that podcast. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to it winning Best Picture. Yeah. I'm much more keen on it since the PGA announcement. And there's no reason why. I think actually hearing it announced, I it just breathe a sigh of relief it's yeah. just comforting and i love guillermo yeah and i yeah. think that he deserves this recognition well, I, yeah i think i said it when we talked about the shape of water but like does all this movie work for me no like not at all in some ways that like i just can't get over but do i love the idea of an outsider story like mm-hmm. this from a fucking freak like guillermo del toro and i say that with all the love yeah uh do I love the idea of his twisted romantic vision winning Best Picture by yeah. the most mainstream uh, awards body there is? Yes, validate Very that. exciting. Validate yeah. that narrative. The more I think about it winning Best Picture, the more it like makes sense as, like you said, an outsider story. It's Even though it's, it's so timely, on the nose. It's a timely movie mm-hmm. um, in its own unique way. Like It is, in its own way, a little bit woke if you're looking for that woke winner yeah i mean and, and it's a little on the nose a little on the gills but yeah. you know you got uh you got the gay character you got it's the just black like he's not character, you got the trying to make torture by the government character. psychologically rich drama uh, well he's i mean i think yes like, and no but i i, 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 I take your point yeah <laughs> and that benning Yes and no. He's not benning by the way. Film he's stars trying to do not tell die in a story. Oh fuck! I need to see that movie. What? I just think Guillermo is trying to tell a, a story. That's always yes. Yes. His, and he's into fairy tales. Yes. And fairy tales are very on the nose. Yes. And that's what he's interested in. Yeah. I think I think it's a worthy I think it's a worthy winner. I do too. Um, it would be my number five on the preferential ballot, but uh, I would put it there. Yeah. Which means something, because you can leave them off and it hurts the film. Yeah. <laughs> That's my opinion. Yes. It hurts them. It does. Classic Scorpio to point out the way that to not say anything would make it hurt the most. Correct. Okay, nice. and that's where I would stop. I would do my top five, and ben, then the other four I would You're not. in charge of this episode, but oh, I will note that we've been talking for 90 minutes, yeah, and so. I could keep talking, but I'm just at this point, I'm just trying to not let myself say anything. Also, Phantom Sally Fred. Hawkins does some incredible underwater acting in Paddington 2. She does! Mm-hmm. I want the still of her underwater with Paddington, and I was going to screen, I was going to caption it, Shape of Water, <laughs> 2017, Correct. but you yeah, can't find that. This girl fucks. This bear. Oh, no. The bear does not this, fuck. This bear walks ladies across the street. <laughs> <laughs> the guy This who, bear will walk your groceries You open some car. marmalade and you got yourself a party. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the bear, the, 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 the sexy Brit two voices. The ben Wishaw. Fox. Ben Wishaw. Have you the seen ben that picture Wishaw of him like Fox. covered in oil from when he was doing the crucible? It's the most beautiful, sexy thing I've ever seen in my life. Because it's my name. Because it's my name. <sighs> Molly's Game Future Academy Award winner for Best Adapted Screen. Molly, no! Why would you say Call that? Call her by her Molly's name. Because I like trolling, okay? What? Guys, it's so late. 
<laughs> Where All right. Oh, it's 11 o'clock. Wow. This is Movies IMO. <laughs> My name is Ben MP. I'm rooting for a lot of movies that are not three billboards. Um, I'm rooting for literally every movie that is not three billboards. Where you, can we find you on the oh, internet? Oh, you can find me on the internet at Real Todd Haynes. I'm usually stirring some shit up, telling people that they're stupid, <laughs> and <laughs> tweeting positive things about Phantom Thread. <laughs> Um, I'm Brandon Kirby. I teared up this morning when Jordan Peele and Greta Gerwig's names were announced for Best Director. You can find me on Twitter at BK Kirby. I'm Daniel Crook. I'm on the internet at Daniel Crook with three O's. And we have about six weeks until the Academy Awards, which is going to pass in excruciating real time, like <clears throat> Sean Thielman. <laughs> and I'm rooting for Chantal Ackerman in the Best Director category. I was going to bring up Sean Thielman if in my sign off but then i didn't oh okay great um no i mean in what has already passed i was gonna feel like such a shit if not gonna say no i wasn't i had already decided not to but anyway uh this has been movies imo you can find us on twitter at movies imo please follow subscribe rate and review us on itunes we're on your podcatcher of choice let's take a moment to just visualize what would happen if greta walks up to the stage and have a nice night Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Moment of silence for Martin McDonough, please. Oh, fuck him. <laughs>